Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. The Blast from Our Past Network. Hello and welcome to Action Action, the action movie podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list and they're there. <laughs> they live. Uh, they exist. They exist. Um, somebody checks them, um, you know, Make whatever. sure our order is correct. Yeah. Whatever. Go, yes, this list is very good. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe John's right. Maybe this is for nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Don't John, let John get in your head. John's still not here. Uh, I'm your host, uh, James, and I'm joined by always by my co-host, Dustin. Hey. And we're just a bunch of fun guys. We're, we're fun guys. Um, Try, it's, no, seriously, we're fun guys. No, really, we're fun. I mean, seriously, don't fun. let us fool you. We are fun. And uh, we're a part of the BFOP network, um, such shows as Return, Revenge, Resurrection. Nailed it. Oh, finally. And you're going to be on there bing, soon. Bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to have some like balloons and yeah. confetti and stuff, but I was too lazy. I'm not a failure, Dad. <laughs> and other shows like Podcasting After Dark and Blast from, Blast from the Past, Blast from Our Past? Blast from Our Past, you know, B-F-O-P. Oh, right. It's the fucking network. <laughs> Dustin, what the fuck you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? Well, we got a bit of a quick turnaround here, actually, because we are recording a couple days earlier than we normally would. Mm -hmm. But I still managed to watch a handful of fl flims, flims in between. <laughs> Fli flimmy flims. flims. Nice. Uh, what kind of flimmy flims you got? I got a few here. I, I'll start out with a couple of misses. A couple okay. of sinks. Okay. Uh, first of all, I watched... I saw this movie when it came out on VHS. And I was like, oh, yeah, this seems like dumb hijinks. Let's watch Loose Cannons starring Gene Hackman and Dan Aykroyd. Buddy comedy. <laughs> action comedy. Kind I of thing. would totally watch this. Yeah, wouldn't you watch that? Yeah. Looking at that? Uh, so the plot here, Gene Hackman is, of course, the, the serious cop. Right. One who gets the job done. Right. Dan Aykroyd is really smart, kind of like a Sherlock Holmes intellect, except he's also insane and he has multiple personalities or he just like adopts like whatever personality in the moment kind of thing. Like as so, if you're changing TV channels. So he's just shooting from the hip, basically. Yeah. So know. he gets out of, uh, he gets out of like the mental hospital. And they're like, okay, you're back on the job now. You've been cured of your multiple personality thing. Okay. <laughs> and of course, right away, as they, him and Gene Hackman get teamed up, they, they're investigating this series of killings. And uh, 
he, I mean, you know, how his do you personality even, start coming out. Right? How do you even they write? start bubbling to the top? Of course. How do you even <laughs> write a movie for that? Is it not just like, hey, Gene Hackman, here's your lines, and then here you Ackroyd, just you just you just do go. whatever you're gonna just, do. That's what it seems like in the, yeah. when you're watching it. It's really bad. <laughs> like it's not funny. Uh, it's painfully not funny at at times. Um, it's just sad because it seems like a fun, stupid movie. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Bob Clark, who I love Canadian. Uh, well, he was actually an American guy, but he did a bunch of Canadian films. Black Christmas slasher movie. Um, Death Dream, which is one of my one of the most underrated horror movies I think I've ever seen. Uh, he also did the zombie movie called Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. It's pretty good. And, but he's most known for doing a Christmas story you right. know, with Ralphie. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also Porky's. But he did this movie, um, mm-hmm. and it's just not—it's not fun. It's—it's pretty bad. Like I'd, I'd give it bad. one out of five, kind of thing. Really? That's how bad it is. Okay. Nothing works. Uh, I Nothing. Mean, I mean, Hackman is fine, but it's like he's just like going through the motions. Like it's—he doesn't have to try. He's not trying very hard. He's fine. He's not bad or anything. He's just. The straight he's, man. He's just getting a And paycheck. Dan Aykroyd is just doing bit after bit after bit of like, oh, now I'm acting like a Mary Melody's character. Now I'm doing, I'm impersonating a German soldier. Whatever it is. like It's just too much. It's just, it's bad. And then also have Dom DeLuise hanging out with them that they're protecting. Like he's the Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 2 kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, skip that. Skip loose cannons. Um, then I watched this sort of slasher movie called too scared to scream really cool poster for this one okay yeah uh pretty obscure movie but uh there's a blu-ray recently released thought i would check it out it's kind of almost feels more like a italian like giallo like pre-slasher kind of movie pretty slow pretty boring but there was sort of a cozy charm to it if you like giallo movies then you probably you'll I actually, I actually was. I thought I had predicted the killer. I was like, this is just too obvious. And like, if you've seen Giallo's, sometimes it's pretty. If you have watched enough of them, it's like, okay, I know what swerve they're gonna throw in here. But I didn't get this one. It was kind of a surprise actually when they oh. revealed the killer. Uh, maybe I'm just dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It's okay if you like these movies. You can probably have an okay time with it. It's pretty light on the on the gore and the blood and stuff what's the um, point yeah what's the point it is like i said it's just kind of a cozy watch if you like those kind of movies but it's it's not particularly good so don't right. make a point of uh, looking for it but then i watched blood in blood out the uh latino gang saga it's like mm-hmm. i watched like the three hour 10 minute director's cut nice this is 93 um i remember this movie always being around I had friends that were into this movie when I was a teenager and stuff. In fact, I think this predates like uh, maybe predates Boys in the Hood and uh, you know Menace to Society, uh, some of those like sort of gangster movies that yeah. were coming out in the '90s. Um, this is a weird movie. Like it is a it's a huge epic saga. They're trying to go for like a, something on the level of the Godfather kind of thing, mm-hmm. except for this sort of culture within America. Um, and there is like some, there's some cheesiness to it. And sometimes like some of the acting in certain scenes or the way the writing, um, the way they've played it out can seem like a little overly melodramatic at times, but overall 
it's pretty awesome like it's a it's a worthwhile journey hmm. when you get to the end you feel like these three main characters who start out as buddies brothers in in the the gang the uh vatos locos gang or whatever um by the time you get to the end you feel like oh i really followed these guys on these these character arcs and they each had their own journey that they went on and they ended up in different places kind of thing yeah um so it felt definitely worthwhile uh, a lot of great character actors like in there delroy lindo uh benjamin bratt um uh, Danny Trejo, Billy Bob Thornton is one of the white supremacists in the jail. One of one of the characters goes to prison. Of course, he of is. Yeah. So, uh, I've uh, never heard of it. Yeah, it was blood. Well, it was always known as Blood in Blood Out when I was around, like when I was young. But now it's for some reason it's called Bound by Honor everywhere I look. Oh, okay. So they hmm. changed the name at some point, but or maybe it just had different names in different markets. But uh, a couple more. I, I went. I went and watched um, Rolling Thunder, which is a seventies. Uh, Revenge Matic movie, mm-hmm. William Devane and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, this movie is fucking badass. It's kind of a slow burn. Takes a lot of time setting up. Uh, William Devane comes back from the Vietnam War. Uh, he's kind of ruined. He was he was actually like he stayed long after the war was over. He was a POW, and he ends up getting you know returned eventually comes home his wife is gonna be leaving him for some other guy because she thought he was dead right his kid is growing kind of not growing up but like he's growing quite a bit and uh he's just in this weird place but then so these guys like rob him you know it's a classic they kill his wife and kid he gets fucked up they t- they actually put his hand in a garburator so he ends up with like a hook hand and oh, then okay. he's just methodically i'm gonna go after my revenge now and Tommy Lee Jones was in the war with him. And Tommy Lee Jones' part is really small, but he's so fucking good in it. He's mm. young. Um, you can see, like, there's not a lot in the writing in terms of telling you stuff, but just the way that the performances work, you learn a lot about these dudes and, like, how messed up they are. They're, they're you know, they're PTSD and all that stuff, but, like, they just don't know what to do with themselves now. Like, they're, yeah. kinda, they're just kind of permanently fucked. Um, and you know, Tommy Lee Jones, he's just, he comes back to his family and he's just like, doesn't really know what to do. Anyway, at one point in the movie, William Devane comes to get him as like, Hey, I know where these guys are. And it's like, there's no, like nothing. His Tommy Lee Jones is like, I'll get my gear. Like he is excited. Like, right. Cause he, <laughs> he's like, finally, finally I can do something. I can yeah. kill these guys. Like that is what I should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so, well, it's like it's all the he excitement knows. that's on his face, like about this. Right. Um, anyway, it's a, it takes a while for it to pay off, but it fucking pays off in my opinion. Nice. Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder. Last movie is also a destroy. I went and saw Strays. The the new Will Ferrell, Jamie Lee Foxx. Oh, right. Uh, Jamie Lee Foxx, is that what I just said? Jamie Foxx, <laughs> Will Forte, <laughs> Jamie Lee Foxx, uh, Isla Fisher, Randall Park. There's a lot of voices. These are This is a live action dogs, except their mouths have been CGI'd so that they are yeah. moving. And so is it like an R-rated one? Or? It's R-rated. It's like dirty jokes and, and stuff, so... I saw the trailer and I was like, oh yeah, it looks, it looks like it could be funny. Um, I just went with my old man and, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Like it's one of those things where it's an idea that's fun as like a sketch. Right. Like if it was on SNL or, 
I don't know, funny or die or something for 10 or 15 minutes, you yeah. can make it work. But it's stretched out yeah. over an hour and a half. And, and, and I'm uh, sure they took advantage of all the like low hanging fruit when it comes. He, to oh yeah, all the dog jokes, you know. It's just dogs like eating shit. Dogs like yeah. licking their balls. Dog, you know, yeah, everything yeah. you would think of is in there. Uh, there are funny bits in it, but I can't. I cannot recommend it. It's so. Is this for like Adam Sandler fans? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like grown ups. Yeah, I don't know if it's like. I don't know. I haven't ever seen. I haven't ever actually seen Grown Ups. Oh, so I can't compare the humor exactly. Let me tell but you. this has funny people doing the voices and stuff. But uh, there, are, like I said, there are some funny parts. But man, you gotta sort of wait for them to to come along. Right. Yeah, a lot of them just feel like they're trying too hard. So well, that's too bad. I mean, not that I thought it was gonna be. Good. Well, I wasn't expecting it to be amazing or anything. I just thought, oh, this might be all right. And Snoop Dogg's in it, right? Oh, yeah, he is in it, yeah. Well, he has to be. <laughs> wait, it's is a he, dog. Wait, now i got to double check. Is it, he in it? He has to be in it. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I'm not seeing his name. Like, he has to make a comment about getting high or something. No, he's not in there. You said that, and I was like, of course he's in it. He's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not. He's Missed not opportunity. There. Yeah, they really let me down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're really interested in it, wait for it to come out on streaming, I'd say. Okay. I'll, Not I'll you that. specifically. I'll I'm just talking, that. I'm talking to the audience. Teams. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, odd movie choice for you, I feel. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Our rated comedy, we don't get a lot of them in the theater, so I like to try yeah, to support them, but. I guess. Okay. So that's it. That's it for me. All right, well, uh, I watched a little flick called The Goonies. Oh, yeah, you did. I sure did. Did you get the kids to watch I it? I got the kids to watch it. And um, they thought, meh. Oh, motherfuck. They're like, I don't like that that guy's face. Oh, no. Yeah. That's problematic, kids. Yeah, it's very problematic. Um, I think I got... Chunk? Yeah, Chunk. <laughs> It was fun watching it. I had way more enjoyment like, out of it. I, I like, loved it. They're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm looking at them like, huh? Yeah. Right. Right. Come yeah. on. Come on. This is it. This is like, the good stuff. Like, eh, I want to put YouTube on. Uh, they thought it was okay. They watched the whole movie. So, okay. They made it through. I mean, fuck. What can I ask for these days? They didn't like the the adventure parts, the the booby traps. I mean, they thought it they thought it was okay. The booty traps. <laughs> yeah, they thought it was okay, but I think my oldest actually enjoyed it more than she's saying. Oh yeah, because like she wants to be cool. Yeah, she's really cool. Yeah, um, cooler than I ever was for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, so watch that, uh, and then we watched another kids movie called The Monkey King. Which is like a new cartoon movie. Okay, I don't know that one. Um, and I thought it was okay. It It's a lot of like heaven and hell and gods and this and that and the other. So it's a little too heavy on that shit. Oh, okay. But it was just trying to be like this monkey who's like a An god evangelical or Christian. something. <laughs> and he's like trying to be immortal and like all this. Yeah, anyways. Um... Yeah, I'd say my kids liked it. They liked it more than the Goonies. So, <laughs> killing me over here. Um, 
Uh, and then I watched the movie that we were going to do today. I watched uh, Dark of the Sun. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we you, we switched movies here. We switched movies. Um, and I actually enjoyed Dark of the Sun. Yeah, it's like a world... Or is it World War II or like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like World War II era. Is it a, um, like a Pacific Rim kind of movie or is it... It's like... Um, I don't know where they are, like what country they're supposed to be in, but and I forget because I've watched so many movies <laughs> since then. Oh, they're in the Congo. Oh, okay. Um, and basically, the main character, he's a mercenary. He's hired by the president to to take this train to go pick up these villagers. It just so happens to be a village where uh, Diamond Mine is... So it's all being funded by the owner of the diamond mine. So they have to pick up the villagers. It's a humanitarian trip mm-hmm. um, to pick up the villagers, but also pick up these diamonds. Let's get these diamonds. Um, so it's a bit of, there's like a bunch of racial stuff in the sense of like, basically his like partner is black. And so it's like, he has different motives than the main character because the main character is it's just about money right so he has different motives and there's this whole thing about race and there's a guy on the train that also is like a nazi so he'll like flaunt his uh swastika pin so it's like made mention a few times so there's like all this tension, racial tension. Oh, okay. So this is a this is pretty different from what I had envisioned when you had picked that movie. Right. And I was like, okay, it's like a World War Two. I I thought it was like a World War Two. I mean, it is that era, right? Yeah. But I thought it was like specifically a war movie, but it's kind of not. It's like tangential. It's like to the side of what's going on with the war. Yeah, exactly. And I quite enjoyed it. It it definitely, for the time, it really is dealing with some like hardcore issues of race so yeah i think uh, it was a 68 right so it's yeah so it's so it's interesting so i definitely think you should watch it like yeah it was it was already on my watch list before we were going to do it so i I do plan on watching it at some point so i enjoyed it i would say definitely seek that out um and then i watched a movie which kind of ties into the movie we were doing today um, I watched a movie called Trinity is, is my name. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Trinity yeah. is my name. Yeah. So Terrence Hill as well. Yeah. The star of the movie oh. we're going to talk about, which is like, it's like he just plays the same character. Okay. Yeah. Right. As in this movie. Uh, oh, okay. My name is nobody. Um, but basically I watched my name is nobody. And then on Tubi, it just automatically plays an, another movie. Yeah. So it just, just played that, that movie. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And <laughs> I watched that movie. How, and how was that one? That one was good. That one was a little, it, it's a little odd. It's, um, so the premise in that is, so Trinity goes into this town and ends up like running into the sheriff. Turns out the sheriff is his brother. Okay. Okay. But the sheriff, he's actually a horse thief. But he killed the sheriff that was supposed to go to that town. So he just took his place. (laughs) Is he he a big guy? Yeah, he's a big guy. Okay, so it's, it's, yeah, it's uh, Bud Spencer. 
So like Terrence Hill, and I guess we could talk about more of this when we get into our actual episode, but those two teamed up for a lot of movies. Yeah. So, so he's just waiting for his gang to get to town and then they can go and steal the horses from this, this like, um, rancher called major. And basically it's this whole thing about, it's a classic, there's a rancher, he wants the certain range and valley, but there's like a bunch of Mormons that have like set up camp. So he right. wants the Mormons to go be gone. But then there's also like these Mexicans that come in that, that play a lot of the comic relief in, in the movie. And so it's just kind of a, it was quite enjoyable, especially the two guys, the two main guys. Yeah, I've been. That's another one I've been meaning to see for a long time. Uh, I, I think I knew about that one more than I knew about uh, the movie we're gonna about to talk about. So. Yeah. So why don't we just roll right into the movie we're gonna talk about today, which is "My Name Is Nobody." Let's hear a trailer. How come you know so much about me? Everyone knows about Jack Beauregard. days ain't very long even for someone like you if you go away who's gonna be left nobody maybe so but a man's got to quit sometime <laughs> someone like you got to go out with style but if i don't kill beauregard first he'll kill me you know where he is must be down below <laughs> of a long life is to try not to shorten it. Know the rules? Gotta hit the glass before it hits the floor. Goes <laughs> like you never seem to catch on. It's a matter of time before someone's gonna shoot holes in yours. It's always the best to the first to go. Means you ain't going nowhere. Staying here with your engine friends for good. Since I was a boy, I always dreamed of you like that. An immense open plain. 150 purebred sons of bitches on horseback. You facing them alone. The next one might hit a couple of inches lower. Who are you anyway? Me? All right, my name is Nobody. So 1973, uh, it's a comedy drama western starring Terrence Hill, Henry Fonda, uh, Gene Martin, R.G. Armstrong. I don't know. Yeah, you probably won't. Most people probably won't know the rest of the the cast. I mean, Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey Lewis does show up uh, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, this movie. So I'll just tell you a little bit of why I chose this movie. So this movie, I don't know how I came across it. I think I watched a trailer or something. Basically, it was on somebody's list, and it just intrigued me, and it just seemed like an interesting movie, and I couldn't find it fucking anywhere. Yeah. Okay, and then it just so happens I, you know, got on to... um, my VPN and made it look like I'm living in the USA (laughs) and I can watch, you know, to be in America. Right. Just so happens they have this movie. Yeah. 
So as I was on there watching um, Dark of the Sun, all of a sudden I noticed that this movie was on there. Yeah. So then I watched it and then I was like, fuck, we got to change. We, we got to change what movie we're watching. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. And, and I can go through the synopsis. Oh, yeah. yeah. A young, easygoing gunman worships and competes with a famed gunfighter, insisting that he must face down a gang of 150 outlaws before he can retire. Yeah. The right. Wild Bunch. The Wild Bunch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was funny that the gang in the movie is called The Wild Bunch. And then there's that part where they're at a graveyard earlier in the movie, and he's like... Oh yeah, here's a, here's the grave for Sam Peckinpah, which of course is the director of the Wild Bunch. Right. Um, so they're doing little nods and stuff. Um, yeah. So Tonino Valeri. Yeah, the director directed this. Uh, although there's, I guess, and I was reading about it, and there's a lot of uh, controversy because Sergio Leone produced the movie, and he apparently directed some scenes in the movie. Oh, okay. As like a kind of like a second unit director or whatever, but um, there's all these rumors like, oh, well, really, Sergio Leone directed the film; he took it over, kind of thing. Right. Um, and then like Valeri is like, no, that's not true. Like he directed like two scenes. Right. Um, and then there's all these arguments. So there's all these interviews with different people who worked on the movie and actors and stuff, and they're like, oh, well, all the scenes I was in. Leone directed and then somebody else is like no Leone only directed this and blah 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 so it's like not really clear right um what the deal is there but uh, yeah this was a movie I had heard the title of but I'd never seen it and never seen it around I knew a little bit about Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer just uh, having read about their sort of team ups and like they did a lot of they did spaghetti westerns but they also did like kind of buddy cop comedies together right. and stuff yeah like and that. i looked them up and yeah they did a lot of movies a lot together, yeah and i can't wait to watch them. <laughs> yeah work your way down the list i mean terrence hill is like i i watched this movie and i'm like where the fuck has this guy been like he's still acting i think he is amazing he's fantastic in this like he is the movie yeah oh um, he totally is the movie yeah, because like at this point, Henry Fonda is a little older. I mean, he hits the idea is he's playing an aging gunman who's kind of going to yeah. retire. Um, but he, he this is his final Western too. Henry Fonda I was reading and he, he did a bunch of Westerns. But yeah, he's just not as convincing to me as Terrence Hill is in his role. Like Terrence Hill is so good. It's so funny. So like magnetic, like you just want to watch him. Yeah. Um, he's like aloof and charming and <laughs> silly. And this movie does like a bunch of things, I think, like really well. One of them is uh, a lot of things in Westerns is the long pauses and drawn out scenes. Mm. Right. That's like in lots of Westerns. But it just. Because Terrence Hill is who he is and the way he's acting, you get that uh, silent picture. Yeah, it, kind it of feels portion. almost old timey comedy in a way, like, or like Charlie, yeah, it's Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, or totally. Something, right? And his facial expressions, and just it's like a masterclass on acting. Yeah. And so there's that portion, but it's also the portion of. He's so filthy dirty <laughs> through the whole movie, which actually makes his character like even better. 
He's kind of like he's kind of a Bugs Bunny, right? Like he kind of is. Yeah, like he's going around. He's just kind of messing with people and like yeah, he pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, he pops up. He's just kind of prodding people um, for laughs, like for his own entertainment. And like you know, he you know when, once it gets in, he gets into fights and stuff. He's like he's like he's a really good gunfighter, um, like absurdly good, which we'll talk about some of those scenes. But also like he finds silly clever ways to beat people in fist fights and stuff um it yeah he's just kind of remind me of that like attitude of bugs bunny where he's just like i don't know irascible like you can't uh you can't really fuck with his cool he's just like yeah whatever like yeah <laughs> nothing phases him he's nothing just, phases him at all and it's all just like a big joke to him everything i mean it is pretty bugs bunny especially when you get to those those like uh, sped up scenes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Where it's like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like there's this scene in the saloon where he's getting there. He's kind of getting drunk. They're playing this game where you do a big shot out of a glass. So there's like all the, a row of glasses and they're all like different sizes, but you yeah. have to like drink the whole thing. Then you throw it over your head backwards, then spin around and shoot it before it hits the ground, um, which he can do with ease. But then there's like a he gets sort of challenged by this other like tough guy yeah. and then he just like is so fast. He's like playing a game of draw with him, but except instead of drawing his own gun, he's just like slap. He's drawing that guy's guns for him and like put them in his face and then putting them back and then slapping him in the face <laughs> and stuff. It's all sped up. So it looks kind of funny. Like it's all yeah. choppy or whatever, but um, yeah. So like the movie gets pretty goofy at times and I guess that's what they're going for. Like yeah, it's, it is for. more, I say it's more of a comedy than, than anything else but uh yeah <laughs> you if you appreciate his energy you appreciate what he's doing then you're probably going to enjoy it yeah but he's just like he's so cool and like even the scenes where it's like serious where it's like a serious gunfight mm -hmm. he just plays it so calm and but his facial expression changes from the goofy to the serious and he can be like stoic right yeah at times but then he can quickly like turn it back just to turns it back on yeah yeah there's there's a lot of funny moments too just when he show like he shows his um you know he shows his cool or like early on when he st first approaches henry fonda and basically he's like a super fan he's like you're the greatest gunfighter ever yeah i love your work and he's like he lists like how many guys he killed at certain times and like who the names of the guys that he killed were yeah. and stuff like that um and then you know he he wants him to fight this giant gang like he's like yeah then you then you can retire because what a way to go out. Like the plot to me is like the dumbest element of the movie. It's like really dumb. It's pretty dumb. It's not like good, the bad and the ugly where there's like this sort of big saga story that they're telling. It, it's right. like, yeah, I want you to kill these. I want you to fight these 250 guys by yourself. Cause that's the way you should go out since you're retiring. Like you have to do like, it's just because he's his fan. He's like, yeah, he's do like this one last plan. Do this one last awesome thing. I'm as like, and then, you know, as your fan, that would be so cool kind of thing. Except he's just like bugging him, right? Because Henry Fonda's like, what the, who the fuck are you? Yeah, like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> get out of here. Fuck off. I don't know. Yeah, I guess the plot is like pretty weak, but. The, well, it's the, silly, right? It's it, a silly movie, though. It's pretty silly, but like Terrence Hill is the only silly part 
Everyone yeah, else, everyone plays else is acting like they're in, in a normal Western, right? Right. Um, the opening scene in the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a pretty cool scene. Yeah, it starts out and you, it's it's a serious, you know, spaghetti western scene. Yeah. Um, that scene did feel like Leone to me. I don't know if he supposedly shot that one or not, but um, yeah, he's getting that shave and then they've replaced the barber, right? So yeah. they're gonna kill him, but. He puts a gun like right in the guy's balls, basically. Yeah. And then he just like boom, 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 like shoots them down so fast or whatever. Uh, that felt like classic spaghetti western yeah. stuff. Uh, and again, the score is Ennio Morricone, same guy that did the the other Sergio Leone movies. So uh, okay. it's a very different score for him, though. Like it is more lighthearted, and right. you've got like sort of choral singing of yeah. girls and stuff, and like uh what's his name nobody has like his own sort of theme thing that comes up again and again that's kind of more playful sort of thing it's not like deadly serious whatever i don't know yeah i do like how you know multiple times throughout the movie you know he's asked like terrence hill's asked like what's your name or like you know who are you and yeah. he, somehow he works it into like right, right. nobody. Yeah, I'm nobody. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, even at the end, like fast forward to when they have their final shootout against each other. Yeah. And it says. Uh, he, oh, on the sign. Yeah. It's what does it say? The wording is like he lo- he lost to nobody. Like yeah, he, nobody was quicker to the draw. Or nobody something. was quicker to the draw. That's right. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> It's like they're giving him some honor, but like also they're saying, no, literally nobody was quicker <laughs> to the draw. <laughs> um, and then it was uh, like at the end, you get that nod to the first scene in the barbershop. Yes. Except for, of it's, course, it's reversed, yeah. nobody uses his finger and sticks it up his butt, the guy's butt. <laughs> yeah. It's just like so stupid. And that's how it ends. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a funny, weird ending, but like, I was like, oh yeah, so he's going to do the same type of thing, but yeah, of course it's him. So he does it like in a goofy way. Yeah. But you know, they have a lot of funny interactions. It's like, again, it's mostly Hill that works for me. I don't know if I totally buy Henry Fonda in this part for some reason. Like I know he's in great Westerns, great movies, star all around, but like there's just, something about him here that doesn't quite work for me like i don't i, I don't buy him as this amazing gunfighter i mean i buy it enough because he's like supposed to be like old yeah he's old but he just doesn't come off to me as if he ever was this guy that was so amazing at, at being a well gunslinger. they talk about like doesn't nobody say something about like What's his name? What's Henry Fonda's name? Jack Beauregard. Be- Beauregard. Beauregard. Yeah. Jack Beauregard, the the only hope for law in the West, or something like that. The, like he says something like that at one point. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that like he's one of these like good guy gunfighters. He's not like I a, guess, but then there's other stuff that sort of contradicts that. Cause, I like, know. He goes to the. There's like that guy who's been paying these guys to follow him and kill him. Uh, you know, they try to give the, they give nobody that bomb to deliver to him right. at one point. Another Bugs Bunny scene, if ever I saw one. Oh, man. Um, so Bugs Bunny. <laughs> um, and so then later he goes, that guy has already killed off 
Beauregard's friends. Like that's who he comes to see in that graveyard and stuff. We find out uh, Nevada, whatever was was killed. Um, yeah, his brother. Yeah, when he says brother, I don't know if he means literal brother or just oh, like right. brother in arms. I could be either way. But um, later he's like, yeah, he was he was my brother. He was you know like he was my guy. But like. I gotta, you know, gotta get paid and retire somehow. Well, kind of thing. he says it surprises me that you, you young guys, think that us old timers right. will like, think that blood is thicker than water. Right. He's yeah. He's like it's, it surprises me basically that you guys think, like that we you have this romantic notion about us being some kind of like Puritans. Yeah. And I mean the whole movie is sort of a commentary on the Western genre and like how it had evolved and stuff like going back to the John Waynes right. where you then stepped into this Clint Eastwood era and this kind of stuff um, where the, the good, the quote unquote good guys became a little more nihilistic or at least like morally gray. Right. They weren't necessarily like when we talked about the good, the bad and the ugly, like Clint Eastwood is the good guy, but he's not really that good. Right. Like, yeah. He's the better he, he's guy. Still a, I guess. He's still a rascal. Like yeah. he's just, yeah. And so I think that's the commentary in the movie is like, yeah, you, you young guys think that like us old guys are some sort of pure hearted, whatever, um, good dudes, but no, like we're just as susceptible to the realities of the world. Right. Like, yeah. Fact is I need money. So I'm going to let this guy pay me off and then I'll go away kind of thing. Uh, which, and in, as a fan, nobody is like, no, 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 like this, that sucks. Like that's not the way to go out. Yeah. You got to kill these 250 <laughs> guys. 150 your, guys. 150 by yourself. It's like an absurd number of, yeah. of guys. But. 150 guys, they ride like they're a thousand. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good line. I mean, it's goofy. I mean, they even have like a whole circus part yeah the circus part that was fun it's fun the guy with the this on the stilts and yeah. he like shoots his legs down <laughs> like one by bit bit by bit i uh, mean i get it that it's like kind of bugs bunny cartoony but i like well i, I do think that's what they're going for. that well that's what they're going for but i honestly watched it and been like i fucking love this movie yeah like this is amazing like i just hadn't seen anything like that and maybe i haven't watched enough westerns yeah well I mean, I haven't seen a lot of, like, I know there are more comedic spaghetti westerns, especially, like, with Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer. Yeah. But I haven't seen them. So, like, this was a bit of a different flavor for me, too. Uh, and not necessarily exactly what I was sort of anticipating going into it. Well, so he kind of plays, like I said, he kind of plays the same character in Trinity is right. Still My Name. Yeah. Um, and there's a sequel to that one, too. Yeah. Um, there is a sequel. I haven't watched that yet. But he kind of plays similar, but a lot more toned down. Like, not as Bugs Bunny. Oh, okay. It's less. It's less. Oh, but interesting. he still is, like, the fastest gunslinger. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, he doesn't flaunt it, and he's somehow dirtier in that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has this awesome, like, the, the beginning scene of that movie is... Um, you see a horse and then you see like, uh, you know, when someone's injured, they like make this thing that it's like a, it's like a sled almost yeah, yeah. that you would put them on. To yeah. Have like them. A, a bed to, to bring yeah. them along. Yeah. So he's just laying like asleep on that while his horse is 
pulling him. <laughs> right. So he could take a nap. <laughs> that's perfect. And that's how he travels around. I mean, that is, again, I keep coming back to Bugs Bunny. But I know. Just, you can see him doing it, right? I know. So like, I mean, for all I know, Bugs Bunny is based on, well, no, Bugs Bunny was earlier, but yeah. But like, that's how that movie begins and ends with him doing that. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, he's just a goofy character. And yeah. he causes all sorts of problems, right? Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see more of his movies uh, later, just because I do think he's really great. Like, I think he, you know, like I said, like the movie only works to me because he's in it. I don't, I don't think you could cast someone else in this part and have it work, probably, right? Um, but this, the, the the Trinity movies that you're talking about, and and this movie were really big hits in Italy, like massive. I think the Trinity ones were like the number one movies of the year kind of thing when they came out. I can um, see it. Yeah. Like I I honestly am surprised that I never heard of it. That that like these movies were never a thing. Yeah, they didn't really. Well, I mean, like, okay, so they they had some success too in other places in Europe, like right. Germany and France and stuff. And I think they did have, uh, you know, uh, somewhat successful American runs, but they didn't linger in the collective consciousness, like uh, you know, like the the Leone proper movies, like the the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and and even like Fistful of Dollars and stuff, or even uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. I know, but you would think in an era where Westerns are king yeah, that a movie like this... Well, this is at the tail end, though, of okay. of them being a real force. Uh, like, And even in Italy, where the, which, whatever was the hot genre changed all the time. Like, right. It was... It was um, I forget what they called them. They had a special name for them. But like the sort of gladiator kind of... Right era movies that they would do, and then they, then that switched over to westerns, and then the giallos and the and the Pol- Poliziotteschi movies and stuff like that. So they kind of would run through like, oh, okay, this year people are into cop movies. We're doing cop movies. Like, oh, oh, right now, oh, everyone loves these like murder mysteries. So we're doing those. Like, man, what a time! Yeah, to <laughs> so, be alive. And then they were just they just pomp them out, right? right? There's tons of each whatever genre of these things. Um, so this is, I think, towards the end of the Westerns, like this is 73. So within a couple of years, like Westerns had really petered out. Right. Uh, and then like, you know, through the eighties and nineties up up till now, you just get some here, like one, one here and there kind of thing. Right. It seems like they're always putting them out on the, uh, direct to streaming. Yeah. Cause I think there is like an audience of people who want to watch Western, my stepdad, it's oh like yeah. If, when we used to go over, and be like, "Was it, find a western for me on the Netflix?" You know, like, <laughs> he wants. He just wants a he western. He just wants to watch westerns, you know. Hmm. Um, so and he'll watch any of them. And my even my dad is like that. Like he doesn't watch every one of them, but like, right? If he sees some western, he's like, "Well, what's that? Huh? I gotta check that out." Like, piques his interest, right? Like, yeah, right. Um, so it's kind of funny, but so there's an audience, but they don't really make them very often at least on a like a a serious level like we get one or two maybe a year of a western now yeah you might get a tv show hell on wheels or whatever yeah you might get a tv show that's true 
Yeah, I mean, Hollywood's kind of like, hey, you know, this is a genre you want to... <laughs> and then if it hits, then all of a sudden you'll get like a hundred. Right, exactly. So right. like we talked about, Barbie was a hit, yeah. so now they're going to make a shitload <laughs> of toy movies like that, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's just whatever they think is like the thing. Yeah. They'll, they'll work it to death. And the, and I guess it's no different than what the Italians were doing either. It's just oh yeah, it's just that I have more interest in the genres that they or there was horror or crime right. or whatever. I have more interest in what they were doing than what what we're seeing currently, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just in watching this, I I'm kind of like I've fallen in love with Terrence Hill now. Oh yeah, and he, so he's n- fantastic. So now I'm gonna go down like a hole that is gonna be like all of his movies. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Um, he's got a lot for you, to, for you to watch. Yeah, like, I just think he's such an amazing actor. Yeah, I'd like to see him. Oh, he was in Django, too. I don't remember that. He must have been one of the villains or something. But um, I'd like to see him in a serious role and see how he pulls that off. Because so I was reading that he's been on this, like, popular Italian, like, mafia TV show for the last bunch of years. As oh, a, okay. As one of the main characters on that. And I don't think that's meant to be funny or anything, so... Be interested just even if even if his older movies, if he has any where he's kind of playing it straight, it'll be interesting to see right. how he how he does that. Um Is that Don Matto? Don Matto? Yeah, or Don Matteo, I think. Don yeah. Matteo, yeah. Yeah. Um But I am yeah, I am interested in seeing I want to see some of his goofy like cop movies that he did with uh with like Double Trouble. Spencer. Yeah, Double Trouble or Watch Out We We're Mad. Miami Super Cops. Crime Busters. Like they got a whole fucking shitload of they them. They call me Renegade. Yeah, Lucky there's a lot Luke. of they call me things. That was the other thing the Italians would do, right? Like, oh, this movie was a hit, so let's make a movie with a similar title, right? Like so My Name is Trinity is a hit, so let's make They Call Me Nobody, right? Like it's yeah. almost the same yeah. title, right? They would do that shit all the time too. Anything to try to grab the audience to be like, oh, you liked that? You you're, like you're that? You're going to like yeah. this. <laughs> um, yeah. They, like, it looks like he's made, like, so many movies. I'm just looking at them all. Yeah. Um, but there, like, there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie for sure. Um, you know, I, I, like, I, I wasn't, I don't think I was quite prepared for the silliness. Like, you know, when he's using that swinging arm thing to right, fight to guys. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but I was like, this is not necessarily what I thought I was getting into when I put this on. Like, I thought, oh, it's a spaghetti western produced by Leone. So it's so weird that that, like, to me, it's so weird that the carnival circus stuff is in a western. Yeah, I yeah. just don't see them going together, but. I'm like I didn't mind that you know that like, scene okay. where they they're throwing eggs at the black guys yeah. in the stocks, and he of course throws his at the at the guy running the game, the and but he yeah. puts like a piece of marble like in the pie, <laughs> yeah. so he hits the guy in the face, and his face is all bloody and stuff. <laughs> Just funny little bits like that. Um, I thought the bar scene was great, like the yeah the, the shooting, shooting the glasses, um, the mirrors, the house of mirrors. The mirrors, that was cool. That felt like Leone to me, um, but also reminded me of Enter the Dragon. Remember the mirror? Oh yeah, fight sequence in that, right? Um, which I think that's right around the same time. Might have been the same year that movie came out. But um, there's definitely a lot of fun stuff. But it it doesn't ever feel to me like a legitimate western for most of it. Like it felt more like this is a comedy with western trappings kind right. of thing. Right. Um, of course, we get to the uh, to the huge final sequence <laughs> with the gang riding in. Yeah, the gra- Yeah. 
and of course the uh, the shiny belts on the sacks on the horse, right? And, and the there's dynamite, dynamite in them. We actually saw them put the dynamite in those bags at the beginning of the movie, and then I just like totally forgot about it up till that point. Well, and you could kind of see like nobody is looking over to see like. Is he gonna? Is he gonna is realize? He gonna get it? Is he gonna is get he gonna, it? Is yeah, he gonna get it? He had said that thing about how I, I like being seen, like you know, this shiny stuff on, yeah. <laughs> on me or whatever. There's a lot of funny stuff too about that, where Henry Fonda's like, "Oh, you just want an audience and all this." Yeah. Um, he's not fully understanding any of thing of what's going on until the end. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I'm just trying to fucking get out of here. He's yeah, booking, like, he's trying to book passage on a boat. Leave me the fuck he's alone. Like retire, he's like retiring from being a cowboy, basically. He's yeah. Going away. Um, and he's got this guy just like hounding him and <laughs> following him and bothering him. Saying he has to take on 150. You got to fight these guys. <laughs> keeps like, a, like they keep, those guys keep riding through and he's just like, no, I'm not interested. And like rides on. And so nobody's got to like head him off at the pass and redirect him back towards doing this. <laughs> it's kind of funny really when you think about it. But, uh, so he shoots those dynamite and he kills, I don't think he's supposed to have killed all of them, right? No, he doesn't see, kill all see a bunch, But nobody's like writing down like how many he's trying to count and how many guys that he's killed. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, funny thing. Cause it's like, he's just killing these dudes. He doesn't have any quarrel with them. They didn't do him wrong. You know, like in another Western, they would have like, pillaged his town or killed his wife or mur- been the ones who murdered his friends or something there none of that it's there is no connection there's just well, no you got to kill these guys well the connection is the the guy that he took the money from the guy that's trying yeah, to but kill do the him. wild bunch guys actually work for him the, they work for him because there's those other dudes that keep showing up yeah that nobody like fucks with with the yeah. dynamite and everything so there's a scene where there's a one of the wild bunch, you don't see his face. Yeah. Where he talks about the reason why we're connected to you is because you're, you know, the gold and all this stuff. Oh, to, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah. You you need to pay him off or kill. I forgot him. about that. That's right. Right. So they're connected, but, but very it, loosely. Very loosely. It never feels like, oh man, he's got to get these guys. Like yeah, in he didn't another burn West, their, his any town other Western, it would be, that would be like the focal point, right? Like that would be the focus of the writing would be like, he has to get revenge on these dudes. Like they fucked him over. He's going to kill all 150 of them, but that's not what this movie is. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I watched it a couple days ago and then I kind of like watched it today, just kind of skipping through oh, yeah. to like yeah, get to back. certain scenes. Yes. Um, well, because I watched that Trinity movie and I'm like, fuck, I'm not oh, going to well, remember. Yeah, like confuse the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, together. I quite enjoyed it. And, um, while watching it, my kids actually like watched some of it with me and, oh, yeah. and they enjoyed it too. Well, because these movies are PG, right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's no blood or yeah. anything, swearing. So, so they enjoy it, and uh, well, yeah. I think if you see this guy, like you can tell that he's fun, right? Yeah, he's fun. Um, but yeah, it's funny too, like because I was thinking, oh, okay, so he he killed most of the the gang, and that's awesome, and now that's the end. But no, no, now nobody's <laughs> like, okay, now that you have to retire. 
He's like, you can't just retire. Uh, like, you have to be killed. <laughs> yeah. He wants to have a shootout with him. <laughs> like, I know. After all that, he's like, I made you do that so that I could kill you myself and be like even more famous than you. You're the guy who killed 150 people by yourself, and I managed to shoot you down in the street, sort of thing. Um, so they have like a draw. <laughs> yeah. And of course, nobody's faster. Um, which of course he is. He's so fast. Yeah. He's like cartoon fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's Bugs Bunny fast. <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of the, the quick and the dead that, uh, Sam Raimi movie with Gene Hackman and Sharon Stone. And oh yeah. Totally. That's a fun movie. Actually. That is a fun movie. Um, if we should do that sometime, but, uh, it kind of reminded me a little of that at the end there. Uh, so of course I don't really understand how it's supposed to have worked, but like, Oh, he shot, he shot Beauregard. So he's the faster one. He killed him, I guess. But then we see the scene where no Beauregard is actually on. He is on the ship. He's going off like they faked it somehow. Like they pretended that he died. Yeah. I, there's something to do with like a thread or something. He says something about like, I don't know. But he, he shoots him. I don't know if Beauregard is supposed to be in on it at the end. I or, think so. Or he realizes... Like, how would you fake that part where it's like, okay, everyone believes that he killed him. Well, because he, like, pauses. Yeah, and he, like, falls. And then nobody says, I told you I was quicker. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And then he, <laughs> like, slowly turns to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> And goes on his knees and dies or fake or dies. Pretends to die. Right. So I guess what? They pick him up, take him to the Undertaker, and then he like gets up and leaves. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't know who they buried. Or nobody's like, I want his body. Yeah. <laughs> he belongs to me now. <laughs> I'm the one who killed him. He's a super fan. I'm gonna have him stuffed and yeah. put in the corner of my house. And then he's dressed up like a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Writing a letter to nobody, I guess. Well, and then we get that like a final sort of sp- yeah. speech read out from Henry Fonda to him. Yeah. Um, which went on a little long, I thought, <laughs> for what it was. But um, yeah, it's a fun movie. I, I think it for me, it didn't necessarily like end up. We'll talk about it in the ratings here in a minute. But like it didn't necessarily score the highest because of the way I had to rate certain things in my mind. Again, yeah. In our, in our categories. But I did enjoy it. I did have fun with it. And yeah, and that's why like my my personal reaction's higher, but overall yeah. the score is pretty low. Um, well, let's get to the ratings. So my personal reaction's nine. I fucking love this movie. Wow, yeah, you really uh, liked yeah, it. I really liked it. Um, but my overall score ends up being a 6.6 because, you know, take some hits, plot, Pacing is the greatest times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, my, my reaction is a 7, and my overall ends up being a 5.8, because again, I, like, I rated plot even lower than you did. Right. Um, I didn't think the action was amazing in this. I think like the shootout, there's like, some fun shootout things, but right. like... Um, it's not yeah. action packed enough for yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, it's not action focused, even in, a, in the ways that a Western normally would be, right? Uh, but again, that has to do with expectations as well, because I didn't know exactly what this movie was going in. I was expecting more of a straight up spaghetti Western. So it kind of fucked with me a little bit in that way. Right. I didn't know anything and I enjoyed the ride. Yeah. So, so overall 6.2. That's not too bad. 
So that's tied at 107 <laughs> with The Running Man, Code of Silence. Oh, we were just here, yeah. Die Hard 4. Mm. That's it. I mean, I think we're going to argue about this one. We might have, we might end up having to flip a coin or something, because I would put it after Code of Silence, but I'm thinking you're going to say it goes ahead of the, all of them. Code of Silence. Um, yeah, I would say it would go ahead, so then it would go in between The Running Man and Code of Silence. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so it would be new number 108. All right, I think that's fair. Um... Yeah, I think this is the beginning of uh, lots of Terrence Hill watching for me. <laughs> yeah, right on. Um, yeah. All right, well, thank you for listening. Um, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Our list is on Letterboxd at Action Action. And you can also find us on Patreon. Uh, become a patron and you can make us pick a movie and you can also go over to our merch store uh, there's a link in the IMDB oh no there's a link in <laughs> Instagram in the bio uh, to our merch and we'll catch you next week Let's go, guys.